Let's take all the glory. Let all the blessing, all the praises, all the honor belongs to you. And help us to enjoy your testimony this month in the name of Jesus. Give us, Lord, a resounding victory. Throughout this year, give us all-round victory. Nothing missing, nothing broken in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are in a month of all-round victory. And whether the enemy like it or not, you are going to enjoy all-round victory. You will have a resounding testimony. And you'll be happy in the name of Jesus. For us that are genuinely born again, the Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So we are sure that we are going to have victory. And you have victory this month in the name of Jesus. Not just ordinary victory, but all-round victory. Praise the Lord. I also know some people are coming for the first time. Say a long time. Sister Sarafina, you are coming after a long time holiday. You are welcome. God bless you. Some students are also entering this church for the first time. One brother was telling me, this is my first time. You, Abby, you are from where? You are from Ogumosho? Ah, you are welcome. The sister from where? You are from where? This is your first time in church like this. You are from where? Eh? Which part of Ondo? Ondo Tangaga? You are welcome. Okay, you, precious, this is not your first time. Is there another person that is coming for the... Oh yeah, stand up. Let me see the student that are coming for the first time to chapel. Somebody says, sir, this is my first time. This is my first time. Oh yeah, what's your name? Rachel. You are coming from where? Oh, come on, show. Ah! What's your name? Give me solar what? AM. <laughs> you are blessed. You are coming from where? Oh, war. Eh? Oh, war. That time, Gaga. Oh, war. Oh, war. That time. It is well with people in our world, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we are still having some of them that are coming from Lagos, but they are not in the hostel. You enjoy your stay in the campus in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will bless you and give you good success. Amen. We are your auntie, uncle, father, and brother. So feel free to relate with us and we'll take good care of you in Jesus' name. Are you happy you are in the house? Shout hallelujah. To have victory, you must make your enemy helpless. Making your helpless, making your enemy helpless concerning you. That's what I want to preach about. Making your enemy helpless concerning you. And I got that from Psalm 23, verse 5 and 6. I'm going to talk on three things very sharply that will make your enemy helpless concerning you. It does not matter how many enemies you have. In Africa, Christians don't know how to fight enemy. They, they either start beating the ground or start beating the wood or start doing one thing or the other. But you have to make your enemy helpless concerning you. And I pray that your enemy will be helpless this month in Jesus' name. Okay, Psalm chapter 23, verse 5 and 6. If you are there, you can read it. You prepare a table before me 
and the presence of my enemy, you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. In other words, despite my enemy, I am happy. That's what God wants you to do. He wants to rejoice. This month, you will rejoice. Next month shall be your thanksgiving. Your enemy will not rejoice over you. You will have a reason to be happy. You will laugh even in the midst of famine. In the mighty name of Jesus. I've told you one of the things that your enemy will not like is to see you laughing. And when you laugh, it irritates your enemy because they want you to be sad. When you are sad and you are crying, your enemy is happy. When you are rejoicing, when you are rejoicing and you are laughing and you are smiling, your enemy is sad. Your enemy is sad. You know, I just remember the song of one uh, of the governor in River State. If we say, as if they sweet us, if they pay them, as if they pay them, if they sweet us. You must, you have to be in one camp. If you are going to be happy, you must make your enemy helpless. That is, you are somebody that they cannot surmount or they cannot overcome. I pray for you tonight, this year, all the days of your life, your enemies will be helpless. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will have all-round victory. You will rejoice throughout the year. The Lord will anoint your head with oil. Your cup of joy will run over. You will rejoice all the days of your life. You are entering the office with a loud laughter. <laughs> you are just smiling and smiling. You are coming out, you are laughing. They say, What is your problem? It's because your enemy cannot undo you. Throughout this year, you are going to laugh. We will not mourn you. And you will not have sorrow over your loved one. Your enemies will be helpless in the name of Jesus. He now says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will be on the winning side forever. May you be on the winning side forever. You will not be on the loser's side. You will always win in Jesus' name. How do you make your enemy helpless concerning you? Number one, through the word of grace or the word of Jesus. Most of the time, when the enemy wants to attack you, they want to attack you with condemnation. But it is the word of grace that can sustain you. If the enemy cannot condemn you, they cannot attack you. Every attack will start with condemnation. They will first condemn you in your mind. That is why there is nothing that you do that can be good enough for your enemy. There is absolutely nothing. That is why most of the time when Jesus comes, he comes to defend you with his word. He said, I have come so that they may have life and have life abundantly. He said, the thief, the enemy come but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. One of the things that the enemy will steal is your joy. And he will steal it by condemning you. You feel inferior. You feel that you are not good enough. You feel that you are not capable enough. You feel that you are not doing enough. I was preaching to my mechanic today. I said, there is nothing you do that can make you accepted to God. And the devil knows that. So he will keep condemning you. The only thing that can save you from attack is the word of God, the word of Jesus, the word of grace. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that, can, that will rise up against you in judgment, you will condemn. 
this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. Their righteousness is from me, saith the Lord. In other words, I give you righteousness. I defend you with my word. So anyone that is condemning you, attacking you, you will have mouth to condemn them. How do you have a mouth to condemn your enemy? God gives you a word that can condemn them. And you know, Jesus did this several times against the Pharisees. In Luke chapter 13, verse 17, write it down. Jesus said, Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, be released today? Ought not I be released? Why are you condemning her? Luke chapter 13, verse 17. And when he has said this to defend the woman, all these things, all his adversary were put to shame. And all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. You know, Jesus healed a woman on the Sabbath. And people started criticizing the woman. And they never know by criticizing the woman, they were criticizing Jesus. They say, you ought not to receive healing on a particular day like this. That's why I say, there's absolutely nothing that you do that will satisfy your attackers or people that are condemning you. Receiving healing, they were blaming her. They say, there are six days for which you have to receive healing. Jesus said, you are hypocrite. Don't you people feed your animal on Sabbath? Us not this woman that has suffered for 18 years be released. And the moment Jesus spoke that word, all the adversary of Jesus and adversary of the woman, they were put to shame. So you only have the word of grace to defend your righteousness. It is the word of grace that will stop condemnation from you. In John chapter 8, verse 7. In John chapter 8, verse 7. They caught a woman in the very act of adultery. She was having sex with another man's husband. And she was caught. And they brought the woman to Jesus. This is one of the critical scriptures of grace in the Bible. That you have to extract very well. And see the opinions of Jesus. Because in this lay a very great revelation. Compared to Exodus chapter 23 verse 24. Where God gave the law. When God gave the law in Exodus 23. Beginning from verse Exodus chapter 21 to 24. As Moses was receiving God's word, God, while he was giving the commandment, was angry with the people at the other side because he said, the people have turned against me. And he said, Moses, let me and you talk. I'm not happy with them. I will destroy them and I will raise another people from you. And Moses said something that struck me. He said, Lord, repent of your anger. You should they get angry. If you kill all of them now, everybody will say you are not able to take them to the promise and that's why you kill them. God said, okay. If you said I should not be angry, I've forgiven them. But I was surprised that later, we now know that the, uh, Moses also was full of anger. Very full of anger. He was coming down and he saw the people doing what God has already told him, sinning against God. He threw the tablet on the ground and broke it. Not only did he break it, the Bible says he made it a powder and forced everybody to drink it. Drink your sin. I, I say, why? <laughs> drink water with stone because he was angry. After he did that, he now said, all of you that are on God's side, come to me. The Levites came to him. He said, take your sword, go and kill your brother and your sister. That same day, God did not talk. Then he went to God again and reported their sin. The people have seen, as we have said, God said, I knew. God said, come down in a particular area. And God inflicted again with disease. One sin, three punishments. 
Punishment from God. Punishment from Moses. Punishment from the Levites. 3,000 people died by this war that day. In church. One sin. And Moses now said, I'll go again. If you like, sin again. I'll come back with another sword. He went back and received another tablet. But here, when they asked Jesus, it was written in the law that such a woman should be stoned to death. Jesus wrote on the ground. Nobody knew what he was writing. Whether he was confirming what Moses has written or he was writing his own book. On the ground of the temple, he was writing again. And by the time he lifted up his eyes to announce what he has written, he said, anyone that is pure or that is without sin, that feel is free, should stole her and nobody could stole her. All of them left. Now, I said, where were the disciples? I think the disciples should stay. The Bible says Jesus was left alone with the woman. That means the only person that is qualified to stone anybody is God. And we are now waiting for his father. And Jesus now said, neither do I condemn you. I love my Bible translation. His story says, I will not punish you. Neither do I punish you. I will not punish you. But go and say no more. You see the relief of that woman. The only one that could punish her said, I'm not punishing you. I pardon you. That is the word of Jesus. I said all over the Bible, you can see Jesus defending people. His own people. At a particular time, a woman broke an alabaster oil and was pouring it on the feet of Jesus. And people were saying, I don't want to say your own. They were grumbling on that ground. This woman is doing too much waste. Why can't she give the money to the poor? This woman is not doing what is right. And Jesus knew their thoughts and defended the woman. How did he defend the woman? He said, leave her alone. She has done a good work on me. You have the poor always, but me, you do not have always. And the woman was happy. As if that is okay. Jesus also said, wherever the gospel is preached, these things he has done will be mentioned in memorial of her. That is in Mark chapter 14, verse 6 to 9, Matthew chapter 26, verse 10, and John chapter 12, verse 7. Jesus defended the woman. I don't know what you are going through this year. God will defend you. I'm not the one that is defending you. The word of grace is the only instrument that takes you away from condemnation. Nobody can understand you like God. You cannot even explain yourself. You can't explain. Because there are times that things are just spoken against you without even people knowing you. If you are worried defending yourself, you can't defend all yourself. The only thing that can defend you is the word of grace, is the word of God. And I pray that the word of grace and the word of God will defend you in Jesus' name. When you are defended from condemnation of men, you are free from attack. When you are free from attack, you have made your enemy helpless concerning you. And I pray that all your enemies will be helpless concerning you in Jesus' name. Number two, quickly, that gives you freedom over your enemy is the presence of the Lord. Psalm 114 verse 1 to 8. I'm going to read three verses there. Three, uh, all the verses there because it's powerful. Psalm 114 verse 1 to 8. Romans chapter 8 verse 31. And Psalm chapter 23 verse 4. Are we there? 
when Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language into the wilderness, what happened? Verse 2, quickly. We are reading eight verses. Judah became a sanctuary. Israel is dominion. Verse 3. Verse 3. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan turned back. Verse 4. The mountains keep like ram. The little east like lamp. What happened? What is you, O sea, that you fled? O Jordan, that you turned back. What happened? What happened? Verse 6. O mountain, that you skip like ram. O little east like lamb. Verse 7. Verse 7. Quickly. Tremble ye, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. Verse 8, which is the last verse now. Who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of water. The presence of the Lord can give victory. The presence of the Lord. The Bible says Jesus remained with the woman. And I've told you before that righteousness is right standing with God. It's not about human judgment. It's about where God is standing. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, what can we say to this thing? If God be for us, who can be against us? I just pray throughout this year, God will be for you. He will defend you. He will protect you. He will support you. He will uphold you. He will answer you. He will not leave you alone. There's nothing anybody can do if God is on your side. At times, that is just a time. You don't know that God is just too much on this person's side. And it happens even in families. A child that you think will never do well will become extraordinary. Extraordinary brilliant. And it will do well. Even the one that you thought is not even brilliant can become extraordinarily successful when God is on your side. There is nobody that can fight you. If God be for us, who can be against us? And I pray the presence of the Lord will always be with you. You will never be alone. Anytime I talk about the presence of the Lord, remember the here on the head of Samson. As long as the here was there, that represent the symbol of the presence of the Lord. There was no Philistine that could confront him. It was too much. The anointing, the presence of God. He will always fight and win. Because of the presence of the Lord, you will always win your battle. I pray for you tonight, your enemy will not rejoice over you. Why they mock you, you will be laughing. There will be celebration in your house. Good news will come to you this month. You will rejoice genuinely. In the mighty name of Jesus. And God will give you victory upon victory. Despite your critics and condemnation in the name of Jesus. Say the loudest. Amen. Amen. Psalm chapter 23 verse 4. When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I what? I fear no evil. For thou art with me. What happened? I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff. They comfort me. I pray that the presence of the Lord will comfort you. People run away from church because they don't find comfort in church. Somebody, I don't know whether it was my brick, somebody will say, ah, a young boy will live now. After they have worked very hard, the only place they do aye is to go and spend their money. That's the way they feel because the presence of the Lord is not comforting. They feel, I can't church. I can't church. 
Ada ben kwe wogbenasi wandi. But you know, the psalmist says, the presence of the Lord, the word of the Lord, they comfort me. They make me happy. I rejoice at the presence of the Lord. I know in the presence of the Lord, there is victory. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures. Unbelievers don't see pleasure in the presence of the Lord. So, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid. For your presence is with me. I can never be alone. God is always with me. And once you are conscious of the presence of the Lord, you will never be afraid. I know a lot of people are telling you, ah, maybe you should pray well, oh, because of the devil. Maybe you should pray well. Except the devil can conquer God. Once the presence of the Lord is with you, the sea will run away. The mountain will skip like ram. Jordan will part away for you. Nothing will overcome you. Because God is on your side. And God will forever be on your side in Jesus' name. Okay, number three things that guarantee victory. I don't want to go far, far tonight. Number three things that guarantee victory is the teaching of the Lord. That's why I love Jesus. He will not just give you freedom without saying something that will help you to maintain that victory. That's why people that come to church and receive miracle and run away, they are doing themselves. I love to sit at his table. Anytime he heal you, he will tell you something that will make your healing permanent. John chapter 5 uh, verse, verse 6, verse 9. He said, carry your bed and walk. And the boy received strength. Verse 14, he appeared to him again. Look, I've made you well, oh. Be intelligent. Use your brain. Don't sin again. Let's worst thing come to you. In John chapter 8, verse 7, verse 8, verse 9, verse 10, verse 11, Jesus said to the woman, neither do I condemn you or punish you. Go and sin no more. But you know Jesus appeared again. Said two things go and see no more. People that walk with me, they will not walk in the dark, they will have the light of life. In other words, if you are walking with Jesus, you will be wise. You'll be wise. I was listening to one commentary by Bishop T. D. Jakes. He said, Almost all the animals on the planet earth, God give them something to fight and to scare their enemy. He said, For lion is his mouth when he shouts in the wilderness. Every animal we know, lion is here. He says some, it could be teeth that they have. Some, it could be a high sight. Some, it was mentioning animals and what they have that defend them. He said, what is the thing that you have given man to have to defend himself? He said, God told him, wisdom. 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 Jesus told that woman, don't be stupid that they catch you again. The next time they catch you in adultery, they will not bring you a tire and a belly alone, no stone. They will just burn you down. <laughs> That's why Apostle Paul says we cannot continue in sin and say grace should repeat itself. <laughs> say, God forbid. God forbid. You want good thing after another good thing. In Christ, you have everything. John chapter 1, verse 16. Easy to read says, In Christ Jesus, you have everything that you need, all the wisdom. One good thing after another good thing is in Christ Jesus. And you get that through his wisdom. Look at it. Psalm 18, verse 34. Psalm 114, verse 1. Psalm what again? Psalm 119, verse 98. Anyone you see, you can read it. Psalm 18, verse 34. Psalm 114, verse 1. Psalm 119, verse 98. The, the, the psalmist is saying, you are the one that is teaching me how to fight so that I have victory. 
He teaches my hand. He teaches my hand to make war. So that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. He's teaching me. That's why I'm strong. That's why I'm having victory. So you can't have continuous victory without the teaching of the Lord. People that don't listen to messages, they are doing themselves a lot of evil. It is through the teaching of the Lord that you get supernatural victory. Psalm 114 verse 1. Quickly. Quickly. Psalm 114. Psalm 114 verse 1. Put on Psalm 114 verse 1 first. Psalm 114 verse 1. When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language. Oh, this is not where I'm going. Okay, Psalm 119 verse 98. Psalm 119 verse 98. It teaches my hand to war. Psalm 119. Okay. You through your word, commandment, make me wiser than my enemy. For what? May you be wiser than your enemy. Say, I receive grace to be wiser than my enemy. Say, I receive grace to be wiser than my enemy. Those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Because if sin reigned through Adam, all those who that receive grace and the word of God, they will reign in life. And I pray you are going to reign in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 Sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law. You are under what? Under grace. Under grace, you must listen to what God is saying. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 50 to 52. David defeated the champion of the Philistine. And when he shouted, the people pursued their enemy. And they killed as many as possible. By the victory of Jesus, you too you are going to enjoy supernatural victory. Everything that he has defeated at the cross, you also, by Christ, will have defeated them. You have defeated poverty. You have defeated sickness. I can't hear your email. You have defeated premature deaths. You have defeated evil occurrence. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from what? The cause of the law. He has been what? Made a cause for us. So that what? We can receive the blessing that belongs to Father Abraham. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. You have defeated generational causes. Are you saying amen very well? I don't care the pattern in your family. You have defeated it. In the mighty name of Jesus. A lot of people talk about pattern. The only pattern you have now is in Christ. Stop talking about pattern. And we do a lot of funny, funny things here. Because in Africa, we don't like to use our brain. Somebody said, all of you go and get cane. Begin to beat the devil. The devil must die today. I saw one pastor also with a cutlass. <laughs> oh yeah, cut the devil said. Cut the devil said. Devil is called the prince of darkness. The only thing to reign over the devil is light. Is light. Anywhere you see darkness, number one thing to fight darkness is what? Light. If you are being defeated most of the time, your wisdom bank is small. If you say your strength is small, it means that your wisdom is small. It's little. 
Stop all the pride and all the abragado that you are doing. Settle down and ask yourself, Lord, teach me your word. Teach me your word so that I can be wiser than my enemy. And when God teaches you, you are going to be thick. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the Lord, having become a cause for us. For it is written, cause is everyone who hang on the tree. How did he hang on the tree? He hung on the tree for us, for me and you. He took your place at the cross so that you can take his place at his throne. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Put on Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich for your sake, he became poor, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Second Corinthians chapter 5. This is the wisdom of God that guarantees victory. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 21. He made him who knew no sin to be seen in our place. He was a sinner in our place. So that we can be called what? The righteousness of God in him. And the Bible says the righteous, they are as bold as a lion. Galatians chapter 29. Uh, oh no, Genesis chapter 29 verse 29. Genesis or Deuteronomy 29, 29. All those that are revealed to us, they are given to us. When God reveals something to you, they are given to you. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us, to our children forever, that we may do all the works of this stuff. So, whatever, whether you have a dream, you have victory over the, you don't need interpreter. If it's revealed to you, you can say, this is the way I want it to be. And we answer to you. You have a dream that you don't like, you cancel. You have the one that you like, you bring it down. Everything that is revealed is at, is at your mercy by the knowledge of God. You don't need to run etter scatter to the mountain and say, who help me cancel this dream? As some, if you see anything, just tell the devil, this can never be. According to the word of God, God can never do this sin because the Bible says that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. There is no evil with God. God cannot wish me any evil, so I will not die prematurely. He said, with long life will I satisfy you, and I will show you my what? My salvation. Are you hearing me now? So, three ways to make your enemy a place. Number one, through the wisdom of God. Number two, through the presence of Jesus. Number four, number three, through what? Through the word of God. The word of God. The word what God says, you can quote it against the devil. It is written. It is written. It is written. As you are using the word of God, your enemy will be helpless. Don't defend what the devil uses to attack you with your self-made righteousness. Don't say, don't you know, Lord, I fast twice in a week. I did this, I do that. All those things cannot give you victory. It is the righteousness of God that guarantees victory. All your enemy, this season, they will be put to shame. In the month of November, you will rejoice throughout. And your enemy will be helpless. In the mighty name of Jesus. To the amazement of your hater, you will throw up parties. The Lord will give you peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. No evil for you in the name of Jesus. No sickness for you in the name of Jesus. There shall be no evil occurrence in the name of Jesus. 
in your camp there shall be no loss. Rise up on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. I receive victory over my enemies. Enemy within, enemy without. Enemy in father's house, enemy in mother's house, enemy in stranger's house. I receive grace to make my enemy a place. Thou anointed my head with oil. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. My cup run over. I receive a run over blessing. Despite the enemy, I want to rejoice. Despite the enemy, I want to celebrate. Despite the enemy, I want to have a fabulous end of the year. I want to have celebration. I want to laugh. Lord, anoint my head with oil. Let my cup overflow. Let my enemy be a place. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me rejoice throughout the year. Don't let me be put to shame, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I receive grace to make my enemy a place. In the name of Jesus. Whether they rejoice with me or they don't rejoice with me, I want to rejoice. Rejoice over my wife. Rejoice over my children. Rejoice over my blessing. One good thing after another. In the mighty name of Jesus is my portion. I receive blessing upon blessing. That is my portion, Lord. That is what I receive. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because of your message, I receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say no arrow that is formed against me. Shall pr- Please use your mouth. Say no arrow that is formed against me. Shall prosper. I condemn every tongue that condemn me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I stand in the righteousness of Christ. In the name of Jesus, I receive the blessing of the righteous. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm righteous because of Jesus. So no arrow from against my life shall prosper. Every evil target against me, back to sender. In the name of Jesus, no arrow form against me. No accusation against me. No condemnation against me. I receive victory. Victory. All around victory. I condemn every tongue. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. That same Isaiah chapter 54 verse 30 says, Your children shall be taught of the Lord and grace shall be what? Raise your hands to heaven. Say, grace shall be my peace. Grace shall be my victory. I will enjoy victory at home. Victory in my business. Victory in my journey. In the name of Jesus, by your wisdom, I am wiser than my enemy. I am wiser than my enemy by your wisdom. I have supernatural wisdom to deal with every issue. I receive wisdom above my enemy. Wisdom that the enemy cannot handle. Lord, I receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural wisdom is my portion. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. We are praying one prayer more. You know I love it. That's Genesis 28, verse 15. The Lord said to Jacob, I will never leave you wherever you go. I will do all that I have said to your father. I will never. The Lord appeared to him and said, I will, am with you always. I love that. I said, this is heavy. 
raise your hands to heaven. Okay, look at what he says. Be old and with you. And I will keep you wherever you go. Say, God is with me. He will keep me wherever I go. He will give me protection. For he will not leave me until he has done what he has spoken to me about. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and receive that promise. Lord, you are going to be with me wherever I go. I can never be alone. I will never be alone. Whether on my way to Bumasho, or my way to Lagos, or my way to the east, wherever I may go. Whether on Okada, it does not matter how dangerous this land is. Lord, I receive grace of your presence at all time. I can never be alone, and I will never be alone. The presence of the Lord will protect me in the name of Jesus. The Lord will protect me. I receive grace for adequate protection from the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord is my shield in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Receive supernatural victory. This month, your enemy will be helpless. Your cup will run over. The Lord will prepare a table of joy for you. And the enemy will not be able to spoil your joy. It shall be victory upon victory. Blessing upon blessing. Grace upon grace. One good thing after another good thing. You will not share in the people's sorrow. In the name of Jesus. Father, whatever may be the evil in this country, don't let your children share from it in the name of Jesus. Because we are under grace, let grace work for us throughout this year in the name of Jesus. Let unbelievers envy us. Let them say concerning us, it can only be God. Do what you alone can do. Protect your children and be with them at all times. Oh, me.